Journeys Group Studio. This is Taking Care of Business. Good day. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking Care of Business, the first brand new show of the brand new year. It is. And we start off with the same foolishness out of people that want to bring their own chairs to a movie theater. What? Uh, the Reverend Barber that uh, got kicked out of a movie theater because he wanted to bring his own chair. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. Now, of course, press conference racism. I didn't know about that. Then we have the um, Dr. Gay being fired as president of Harvard for plagiarism. No, no, no. She resigned. She was not fired. Okay. And now she's a tenured professor making $900,000 a year. I need to be that person. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else going on that, uh, I mean, it's, we're, we're what, uh, at the time of... This show, it's January the 3rd, so we're three days in, and this is what's happened? Anything else going on? Well, it's on? the same garbage that's been happening for a long time. It's just... Um, I think it will continue to ramp up as the year goes on as we get closer to the presidential election in November. Um, well, question. Now, we've got, speaking of that, we've okay. got um, most economic pundits are now saying that we will have a soft landing Excuse me, in terms of the interest rates and um, inflation and that kind of thing. And uh, three different interest rate cuts, which I'm anticipating would be 25 points apiece, so three quarters of a point. Total. This year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're also, but then there's one guy that has come out, and I have to admire his chut spot. <laughs> and he has said, look, it's time for everybody to realize the federal government has manipulated the market since 2006. Which is, I mean, that's, that's just a that's 100% true. true. Yep. Yeah. And the chickens are coming home to roost this year. He is saying that this year, the housing, the real estate will be uh, declined in value by 50%, which actually makes sense to me because it jacked up by 50%. I was going to say, it's it's been inflated by that much. But he also said, we're going to have an economic collapse, the whole world, not just us, thank goodness, that makes the Great Depression look like a a piece of cake. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I think because it's a presidential election year, the clowns that run our country will not allow there to be a too bad an economy, even if they have to fake it. Because they've been faking the last twenty years anyway. What's one more year? Yeah, what's what's uh, yeah yeah what's the stop? I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, you're getting conflicting information from all sides. There's there's if you look hard enough, you can find data in both directions. Obviously, I mean, we've seen we've seen a ton of data that that says, uh, and I'm one to believe data, not just uh, well, the problem is you have no source for data anymore because that, that, yeah, you beat me to it. What comes out of the federal government is is a joke in terms of of its accuracy and truth. And well, of course, of course, the news media is just ridiculous. I'm not sure why they call it the news media anymore. They should just call it entertainment too. Yeah, no, you 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 beat me to it. I was going to say that even even the data is hard to. It's just it's it's just very difficult to determine what is the most. Uh, accurate piece of information you can find uh, because it's you know you got to fact check everything you, and and I'm I'm cynical enough that anytime I see a, a group of data come out from any anybody nowadays I have to wonder how biased is that did they really uh, do their due diligence when they put together the data does that does that encapsulate the whole picture or are they picking and choosing so um, it, it's going to be an interesting year to say the least presidential election years are always interesting years no matter what. Um, oh, and, but, and congratulations to the main secretary of state, the moron that took Trump off the ballot. 
almost guaranteeing he will be our next president. You know, the more they go after— Did, did you know, by the way, her statement is that um, uh, all voter registration laws are based on— Rooted in racism? White racism. Oh, okay. So, all of— Never mind. I— <laughs> I almost almost got myself in trouble there. Never mind. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back that I'm gonna back that truck. Well, up did you know the fast. Secretary of State in Maine is appointed by the majority party, which means Democrat appointed her. She wasn't voted in by the people. That's not and surprising. I guess the other question I would have is in Maine, what percentage of minority would be in Maine? Pretty low, I would think. I would certainly think so, yeah. So if you reverse these racist rules, would it would it really affect, a difference? Would it really yeah. affect me? It is interesting that of all the – because what, there's been uh, – I don't know how many states have taken him off the ballot Just by two now. so far. Colo- I mean, Colorado and Maine, is that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that California voted to keep him on the ballot, and, and I, think, I, I thought that was interesting. I think even as stupid as California is, they realized there's no way this would make make it past the Supreme Court. Well, and, and the, the thing is, the the harder that they – and then we'll get to the show uh, here in just a second. The, the harder they go after him uh, over, the, over this stuff, the more normal – the average American citizen is going to look around and say – what are they trying? What What are they trying to stop him from doing? I mean, if, if they're if if they're that sure he did something wrong, why don't they just let natural justice take its course? And why are they trying to stifle him so bad? What What does he What is he going to do that they're so afraid of? You know? Well, did you see yesterday? Um, as of this taping yesterday, the court threw out three out of five lawsuits of, of the, against of Trump the civil charges. based on the January sixth yep. insurrection. I did see that. Yep. So the re- what they're throwing him off the ballots for. The courts are finding him um, in no way liable or anything. Yeah, so, so it's just it, like I said, the the harder they go after him, I think the better chance he stands of, of winning the presidency. Um, That's what I say. I want to congratulate the main Secretary of State for being apparently his best campaign chairman, his running mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, but anyway, it's it's going to be an interesting year. Just uh, our tune may change throughout the year several times as as new. Uh, forecasts and data come out. So uh, listen in if you want to keep up with that. Be aggravated like we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is George Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. My name is Tommy Pate. I, too, am a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina, right outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-304-1019. Again, that's 252 304 1019, or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we rotate on it. It has our contact information as well as our physical location. It has a place if you have a question for us or want to request an appointment. Um, there's a little form you fill out, and then we'll we'll be in touch with you. It has links to our social media, to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and our YouTube channel. Lots of cool stuff happening with that this year. Uh, it has links to our upcoming events. Uh, right now, I don't think there's anything up there, but our next event will be our State of the Markets webinar. Uh, right now, we're waiting on all the data to be compiled from last year um, and put together in a nice nice pretty package and then once we get that we'll um in the upcoming weeks we'll have more information on that um i'd encourage y'all to check that out that's that's it's one of our favorites to do because it, it really it takes all of the as much as we were just talking about the bias of data all the fluff. yeah it, it takes all of the opinion and whatever out of 
what happened last year and, and boils it down to cold, hard numbers. So uh, very informational, but it's pretty it's, it's pretty interesting to see. Yeah. So I'd encourage you all to check that out. Um, and last but not least, it has a link to the podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on 19 different podcast platforms. So uh, just pick your favorite one. What are we talking about today? Let me think. Uh, why don't we talk about the the things you should do with the new year coming in? What a great idea. That's a great idea for a show. Now, today we were talking about uh, sort of a New Year's financial checklist, uh, things that you should do things that you should be doing anyway, but the uh, first part of the year is the, is, is the best time to do it psychologically. You know, it's the a, a, a clean slate, brand new start time to get on the right track. So we're going to talk about some things that you again, should be doing anyway, but now is as good a time as any to start doing it. Uh, so we're just going to kind of fire through um, five or six of them today. So uh, the first thing is to review your assets, uh, whether that be your insurance policies, your retirement savings, uh, your credit report, your investment portfolio. Um, so let's, let's go through these insurance policies. Check all of your talk with your insurance agent. If, if anything's changed with um, uh, your house or cars or anything like that, talk with your insurance insurance agent. See if you're still adequately covered. Uh, I, there was a... Well, not only that, but we've, we've seen your young pup you haven't seen yet, but we've seen a lot of situations where we go into at, at a death and uh, the family has a policy that's $100,000 on dad and, and it was surrendered 18 years ago because... Uh, the policy was never thrown away. Mm-hmm. The family was under the assumption, hey, we've still got hey, some we've still got some money. Yeah, yeah, so clean up your stuff like that. I mean, once a year, whatever is not applicable anymore, throw out. Yeah, yeah. And and again, make sure that your coverage, make sure you're adequately covered. If you've had a major life change in the last year, do you have enough life insurance? Do you have too much life insurance? So so that, which is, which happens a lot too. Yeah. It's very easy to be insurance rich and cash poor. So um Now's the time to take a look at that stuff. Uh, investments. Take a look at your retirement savings. Are you putting enough away to meet your retirement goals? Are you taking advantage of those company-sponsored retirement plans? If not, you're leaving money on the table hand over fist. So uh, take a look at this stuff. Look at, okay, how much am I saving? And then run that out and say, okay, and I'm going to retire in 10 years. Am I going to have enough then? And if not... What am I going to do to fix it? And a faux pas number two, make sure you have the correct beneficiaries. Yes. We had a gentleman that um, was in our office several years ago that had been, um, was in his second marriage and his second marriage was in his 25th year. I mean, yeah. Pretty established marriage. Yeah, pretty established marriage. And um, I suggested that he check his beneficiaries. He worked for the state. Uh, to make sure that that had been changed. And he assured me it had, but he would look just to be able to say so. He called the next morning and said, you just saved me from a divorce because all of my benefits with the state still had my ex-wife, who he had not been married to for 25-plus years, as the beneficiary. So, and his immediate response was, I've already taken care of that. Well, maybe you have, but maybe the institution has, has not. not. And we're, we're finding so, that more and more these yeah, days. So check on stuff like that. Yeah. Um, along with your retirement savings, look at your portfolio. And we're going to talk more about that next week. But look at your portfolio. Is what you're invested in appropriate for where you are in life? If you're 100% in the stock market and you're planning on retiring next year, you are probably not. Actually, no, you're definitely not in the right mixture. 
So take a look at your investments and understand what you're invested in. Make any changes that you need to make according to where you are in life. Again, if you're getting ready to retire in a few years, maybe it's definitely time to, it's past time to, to start backing some of those investments down. But again, we'll talk more about that uh, specifically next week. And make sure that your significant other knows uh, who you're dealing with in areas mm-hmm. such as this, who the life insurance agent is, who the investment person is. Um, especially as you get older, there should be some degree of familiarity so that if he or she has to call said person because you've passed away, then there's... They know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they, they like you said, there's a, there's an air of familiarity and comfort uh, with calling that person and saying, hey, so-and-so has passed away. Uh, what, what do I, I need help. What, what do I need to do? Uh, this is a big one credit report. And I think a lot of people neglect this. Um, you're entitled to a free credit check from, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, from all three of the major mm-hmm. credit reporting agencies. Yep. You can get a free copy once a year from all three of them. Yep. So three different That's copies. Correct. So not a bad idea at the beginning of the year to run a credit report and see, uh, okay, is, is there something wrong on my credit report that I need to fix? Is there... Um, a line of credit or something that I hadn't used in 25 years that's hurting my, I know you, uh, what, like 15 years ago, you had a line of credit from like 30 years prior that was actually dragging your credit score down. I mean, it, and it wasn't much. No, but it, like I had bought a, some kind of weightlifting stuff and like when I was in my 20s and then in my 40s now I'm going like, that's not a count. I mean, it was, there's nothing on it. It was mm-hmm. Zero percent everything, but but, but in the it, eyes of a of a, it was a, a five thousand uh, dollar open account, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was it was it it wasn't necessarily hurting it, but it was affecting your credit score. So keep an eye on this stuff. And um, a credit score is is it can make you or break you. It's very easy to hurt a credit score. It's much harder to fix one. So staying on top of it and staying in front of it will help you avoid having to to climb the mountain of getting back to a good credit score. So take advantage of those free reports, again, right here at the beginning of the year. All right, I'm about to make everybody cringe with what I'm about to say. What what word am I about to use here? Budget. Budget, yes. Make a budget. Experiment with budget. Speaking of budget, you put a little weight on over the new year, haven't you there? Hard to budge. No. You put a lot of weight on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just happened to have that clever play on words. Thank you. (laughs) I I also threw you completely off your game. Uh, Yeah. um, Yeah. Budget. Yeah. I'm budgeting my calories all of a sudden after after the holidays. Yes. Budget. So why do you have to have a budget? Well, if you don't have a budget, how do you know how much you can spend on anything? That's what it comes down to. But I've never had, this is the client. I've never had a budget and everything's okay. How do you know that? And yet you're sitting in our office wondering how you're going to retire. Well, yeah. If, if, every, if, I mean, I hate to be so flippant, but if everything was great, why are you here? Why are you here? I mean, why do you need our help if everything's great and, and you're sitting pretty? Um, I was, um, we were in church one day and the preacher made the comment during the sermon, which was very accurate, that what the biggest thing that keeps people out of church is guilt. They feel like they don't belong because they've, they've sinned. Sure. The biggest reason why people don't do budgets is guilt. They don't want to know. Yeah, they they're they're scared to know how, how I'm, I'm air quoting how bad it is. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know. But and, if, no, go ahead. I was going to say, but if you don't know, you can't fix it. 
I mean, if you're if you're not willing to. Uh, the the first step to fixing it is knowing knowing how bad it is is knowing where the problem lies, but you you're never going to start fixing it if you don't look at where the problem is and what the and and you can budget a million different ways. I mean, whatever way works. You know, you you'll see online. There's a million ways people will say say to do it. I don't care if you get a piece a pen and a piece of paper and just write down your expenses and do it that way. Or if you use a spreadsheet or if you use a software, it doesn't matter. Just just to start off with, if you've never, I'm sorry, you got, you got something? No, I was going to say, well, I was just sitting there thinking that we, you know, we don't, we do a budget every year for the Journeys Group. And yeah, the Journeys Group is 20 years old. So I sort of kind of know roughly what the expenses are. And yet every year, including this year, there's usually five or six thousand dollars that we forgot about or didn't put in, or um, you know we'll get a bill and like, oh, I forgot to put that in the budget. And this is something that we we're professionals, so to speak. And I'm budget we're budgeting the company for twenty years. So I mean, it's it, there's a lot there, of things that are, are to stay the same, and yet we still find new. Uh, line items every year that we forgot about. And I'm not talking about a $10 line item. I mean, a line item is $2,500 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if we do it every year and we've got some consistency about it, excuse me, and we're still learning when we make the budget, those of you that haven't done one in 20 years, uh, it's going to be a whole new world for you. Yeah. And, and, and recognize that, okay, oh man, there's something wrong with my budget. Okay, sure. There's something wrong with your budget. But don't let that discourage you from doing the budget and thinking, how am I going to fix this? Because the, the best way to fix it is to just start. It's to just write down – you write down what you bring in every month, what, what your take-home pay is after, um, after taxes, after money goes into retirement, after your tithe, after you, money goes into savings. All right? And then you take whatever's left over after all of that, and that's what you have to spend. And then you write down – your non-discretionary spending, the, the things that you have to spend money on, your mortgage, your car payment, your internet, but what, whatever it is that, that you know you have to pay every single month just to, to live on, all right? After that's gone, that's what you have left to spend on whatever you want to spend it on at, at that point. Once, once you have taken care of your non-discretionary, your have-to stuff, whatever you got left is what you can spend, all right? If you're spending more than you bring in, it's time to look at those line items and say, okay, where can I cut back? What can I take money from to put more money in my pocket? Am I spending too much money going out to eat? Are my uh, can I can I really afford to be in the country club right now? Can I really afford my football tickets where they are? Now, that doesn't mean you get rid of it, but maybe it means that you back it off a little bit. Okay, I'm not going to have as good of football tickets this year. Um, I'm still going to have them, but it may be at the lowest level. Um, just into, and, and again, the the what this comes down to is delayed gratification. What you're doing is you're putting stuff off right now to get yourself in a position a few years down the road to be able to do things you never thought you'd be able to do. But it's more about getting back behind the wheel of the of of, the, of your financial car, so to speak, rather than being a passenger and, and letting the money drive the car. Um, but there's no better time to do it than right now. And I get it. It's it's scary. You don't want to see the problem because it might be horrendous. Um, but it's it's better than just driving with blackout tape over the windshield. And wondering why you're hitting things. Yeah, and wondering why you're running into Where'd things. Where'd that deer come from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, goal planning. 
Now is the time to set your financial goals for the year and set some short and some long-term ones, uh, whether it be, all right, I want to have my credit card paid off by, uh, by June or whatever, or uh, I'm going to save X amount of dollars by the end of the year. Set those goals and, and, and write them down somewhere. Make them, and, and more importantly, make them realistic. Um, if, you're, if you're making uh, $50,000 a year, don't say you're going to save Forty five thousand dollars and put it in the bank this year because I mean that's just there's just no way well, to it's just self defeating yeah it's self defeating and and more importantly if your goals are not attainable at the end of the year when you haven't achieved any of them because it was impossible you're going to feel defeated and you're not going to keep up with these good habits so um, make them small say you know uh, if you've never started saving money you need to start building up a nest egg in the bank all right just say I'm going to save twenty five dollars a month something small like that. You know, people will say, well, that's real. That's really not a whole lot of money. And it's like, well, it's better than what you're doing right now. I mean, I, I hate to be so flippant, but um, something is better than nothing. Um, so but, but again, make those short and long term goals. Um, speaking of savings, boost your savings account. If you don't have one again, start it right now. Start by taking whatever you can afford just a, a, a little bit here and there every month and stick it in the bank for a rainy day. You'd be surprised if you start taking out, if you have a certain amount deducted from your paycheck every month, and your bank will do this, they'll do an automatic draft out of your checking account, you'd be surprised how you make it work without that money. If you don't see it, you can't spend it, and you would be astonished. I, I, when, I, when I stop and, and look at how much money I save every month between retirement and savings and whatnot, I'm astonished that I don't miss, I mean, we're talking several hundred dollars a month that I just... I don't miss because I don't see it. Because you live off the dole of your father. Sure. Okay, but that's a good technique, though. Yeah, I mean, it works, you know. Um, but but set, and, and set a lot of this stuff up on automatic. I mean, don't be afraid to yeah. use payroll deductions, automatic drafts. Probably 90% of what I do is, is automatically drafted. Because that way I can't, I can't get away from it. All right, if it's automatically drafted, I got to figure out a way to live without that money. Okay. And it's, I know that it's being done. I don't have to worry about writing a check or doing it myself because if it came down to me doing it, I'm not going to do it. Not because I don't want to do it. Not because I don't think it's important, but it's just human nature. I I get busy. I don't have time to stop and write a check. I just, I just don't think about it. But by doing this, you take the human element totally out of it. And I mean, be aware of what you're, what you're saving, but you don't have to worry about manually doing it. Same thing with your retirement savings. All right. If you've got a 401k at work and um, you can't necessarily afford to fully max it out every year, are you doing at least up to what they match? If they offer a 6% match, are you putting in 6%? If not, now's the time to increase it because again, you're just leaving money on the table. So take a look at, um, take a look at that stuff. See, are, are you taking advantage of every opportunity that you have when it comes to free money with your retirement savings. All right. Last but not least, estate planning. Make or update your will. Uh, well, I cannot stress this enough. Uh, there's just, I can't tell you the amount of people that come into our office that uh, don't have a will. And it is, uh, it is terrifying to us when, when you got, especially when you got um, people with, with children and you got families that don't have a will. Because if, if something happens to you, it becomes just an absolute nightmare if you don't have a will. So now is the time to ma- either get a will or update it if things have changed. You know, if um, last year you didn't have kids, this year you do have kids. Now is now is the time to update it. Or if something has changed and you want to, 
um, leave, have specific bequests or something. Now's the time to get with your attorney and say, okay, this is what's changed. Uh, I, what, what do we need to do to, to help protect that and make sure that it goes where, where it, we want it to go to? Um, so we got a, got a couple more minutes. So I'm going to kind of just do a little, a quick recap. Uh, first thing, review your assets. Actually, actually, I'm going to move the, change the order around. First thing to do is budget. Go ahead and, and start the budget. Start writing this stuff down. All right. Second thing, once you have that budget, set, start setting those goals short and long term. Look at your assets, review your assets, whether it be insurance, your retirement savings, your investment portfolio, you know, where stuff is invested. Um, start boosting your savings account. If you don't already have one, there's a ton of options out there for, for more high yield savings. If you're not satisfied with, with money in the bank, but, uh, start saving that money every month, boost your retirement savings. If you're not spending, if you're not saving enough, maybe now is the time to start upping that. Take advantage of those, those company sponsored retirement plans. And last but not least, uh, make or update the will or any estate documents that you may need or have. Call your attorney, and, and uh, there's several really good ones here in, here in town. Um, call them up and just let them know what's going on. Uh, if you have questions about any of this, if uh, we can be of any help to you, give us a call, 252-304-1019. Again, 252-304-1019. Uh, we're pretty good at all of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I don't mean to toot our own horn, but it's kind of our forte is helping people uh, get their stuff in line, so to speak, and, and helping it's, it's all about building those good habits. So it's, it's like dieting. You just got to start somewhere. And once you build the habits, everything else kind of falls in line. So a lot of work on the upfront. And then once it, once you get there, it just kind of goes on autopilot. So cue the music in my ear. So I appreciate y'all. I mean, we're going to head on out of here. Appreciate y'all letting us spend some time with you today. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking Taking care care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC registered investment advisor.